0: Welcome to episode 18 of Suitable Shutter, the show that reviews life-changing strategies that have helped the world's most successful people achieve greatness and also gives you insights into how you can become a better entrepreneur or freelancer. I am Joshua Wisdom and today I will be sharing with you an important topic that I believe should benefit all freelancers across the globe and the topic is how to price your services as a freelancer. I think i've discovered something recently which is that many freelancers i know are broke and the reason for them actually being broke is not entirely due to the fact that they don't get projects or they don't have things to work on these freelancers get projects they get things to work on but quite surprisingly those who work at nine to five gets to make so much money compared to them and when i did some research it all boiled down to the fact that freelancers possibly maybe because they are freelancers like me for instance i'm a freelancer uh i would say they don't make they don't maximize the opportunity they have with certain clients and that's because they charge low they charge below what they are worth they charge crazy amounts i mean an agency would not charge you those prices that's i mean an agency would not charge a client those prices but they can i mean those same clients would come to you know the freelancers and make and still make them accept those prices so i think it's pretty crazy right and it's more of, i mean a trend that has been on for a while i mean for instance an agency would charge you possibly 5k thank you for a website and a freelancer would do it for 500 dollars one thousand dollars right those are ridiculous amounts and i think platforms like fiverr and off and upwork have actually worsened in this situation because i think fiverr especially because you would get your website for about 50 dollars 100 crazy amounts right so today's episode is all keyed around helping freelancers make more money and that's the reason i'll be sharing like i said this important topic which is how to price your services as a freelancer now there are many forms of pricing but today i'll be sharing with you the three most important forms of pricing or let me say the three popular um, forms of pricing and the first is the hourly pricing at the end of this explanation of the hourly pricing i'm gonna give you my recommendation it. I'm still going to give you now, don't do hourly pricing. If you've been doing that, listen, pay attention and stop it. Now, the thing about hourly pricing is this. You get to charge, obviously, you get to charge your clients per hour based on the project, right? So for instance, you're a WordPress developer and your client wants you to work on a full website, maybe uh, you know, a consulting agency, or a construction firm wants you to work on a full website, and you know very well that these people are making money. So you know you want to catch your opportunity, and you tell them, okay, yes, I'm going to you know design and develop this WordPress website for you, and you're gonna pay me fifty dollars per hour. Well, just so you know, it is pretty ridiculous to charge fifty dollars per hour. I mean, if you're a freelancer, you would definitely relate with me that that's you know, quite a lot for many clients. So, but then let's assume you're pretty good at what you do. So you tell them, okay, I'm gonna charge you. And looking at the size of the clients, tell them you're gonna charge them fifty dollars per hour and you get the work done for them in ten hours, right? Being an expert, I've been in this for more than five years, so I can get it done for you in ten hours. Good. Now, Mr. Freelancer, you charge them fifty dollars per hour, but just so you know, you build them in total five hundred dollars for a consulting firm or for a construction firm. How does that make sense to you? How does that make sense to you? Now, that's for freelancer A. Now, freelancer freelancer B comes and says, okay, I've been in this for more than three years and I can get these WordPress websites designed and developed for you, a very good WordPress website, and it's gonna take me 20 hours. Now, notice something. Freelancer A has five years of experience. Freelancer B has three years of experience. Freelancer A is more effective and faster than Freelancer B. Now, Freelancer B says he's pretty good at what he does, so he's going to charge them $50 per hour, the same $50 per hour. Now, he has less experience, he's less skewed than Freelancer A, but they're both charging the same hourly rate, right? Now, at the end of it, at the end of it all, oh. Freelancer B has made $500 more than freelancer A, who is more experienced, who is more skilled, who is more knowledgeable than freelancer B. Because freelancer B has made $1,000. Whether freelancer A made $500 or freelancer B made $1,000 to me is still stupid and ridiculous because why would you design and develop a WordPress website for a client for just $1,000 or for just, crazily, $500? It doesn't make sense to me. Because, you know, I think the whole idea behind the whole, the entire freelancing thing is the faster you are, or the more effective you are, or let me say the more efficient you are, the less you make. That's stupid. It's meant to be the exact opposite. The, the faster you are, the less you make. So why would you stick to, freelancing? I mean, why would you stick to the hourly pricing? And you know, your, when you work hourly, your creativity is constrained, because you and the client will agree for 10 hours. Right? So anything outside 10 hours is on you, right? And the client, I mean, it's on the client too, right? So the client doesn't obviously want to pay more than what, you know, uh, is required. So what do you have to do? You have, you have to work very fast. Your creativity is constrained. You can't think, you know, and whether you are, whether you're a designer or you a developer or whatever you are, or whether you're even a writer, the fact remains that these are creative works you need you know and i mean what do you get to do when you have creative blocks right what do you get to do when you know you really need to think deep before doing this okay do i put this element here but then you've charged them for 10 hours so you need to get the work done in 10 hours so irrespective of our varieties is still you know doesn't make sense and there is no justification to that but you know you there are two other forms of pricing you could actually implement and they would really benefit you. And the second is the project-based pricing, right? So the project-based pricing is what I currently use at the moment so I can speak extemporaneously in it, right? So it's it's the method, like I said, I use currently and it's all about you thinking about the project, what it means to your clients, what it means to you, that's what it requires of you to actually get a project done and what others in your experience bracket normally charge you could always find us online or you could just interview some of your you know friends who are and it what would you charge for this that is those who actually charge reasonable prices not fiverr prices obviously and you know then you charge them what you feel you're worth from that so it's very simple right and you know it's a flat 15 it's not all oh, per hour or you know per project i mean it's not per hour but rather it's per project so for instance a construction firm comes to you and says okay we've been around for more than 10 years or let me know extra we've been around for more than five years and we kind of feel uh, you know looking at our industry we've never really seen the need for a website, but now that we're growing, we really think we need a website so as to you know, improve, our, I mean, just to be online. And, you know, we just think a website would be very beneficial to us and we, we get more clients and go. Then you could tell them, hey, Mr. Client, thanks so much for reaching out to me. Um, I've done, you know, some research on your industry and your work, and I think 5K would be a good amount, right? And, you know, if you're going to negotiate, I mean, what comes to worst they're going to settle at four five or four thousand or if you're even brave i mean to just make it make sense to you, you just tell them okay mr client this project is going to cost us uh, 6k it's going to cost you 6k right so if they negotiate okay we did for either five, five or, or what comes to worst, five thousand and you know you've made much more money you you're creative you know it's going to cost you maybe four to six weeks to get it done but it just makes more sense than hourly right i mean you you can spread your time. You have so many other things to do. And with project-based pricing, you could also take in as high as 10 to 20. I mean, well, depending on how much you can work and how much you're ready to sacrifice. But can, I mean, I don't want to shout this bad, but you could take in as much as 10 to 20 clients. And if you're not, if you're not that fast, you can take in like, say, um, you know, five clients or 10 clients, irrespective of the amount, you know, that's not the issue here. But the fact remains that you could always work on other projects within the same, time, within the same four to six weeks right because that's more than enough time depending on the projects you know complexity but that's more than enough time I mean for your construction frame you don't need much you know you don't need a database and all those stuff it's just you know your home page your about page your services page your contact page and you know you also need important parts such as you know reach out the forms and everything you don't need oh your signing page your login page except for a very big um, you know construction firm that we needed for their employees and you know but then we're talking about construction firm of just five years experience you know so basically they don't need something that big right so when you ask them to pay 5k it's re- it's, it's i mean 6k then you negotiate to 5k it's a no-brainer it's it's a good deal for you and for them what an hourly pricing sorry i'm even tired of going there because it just doesn't make sense now the third form of pricing which is arguably, you could argue it's your it's business, um, it's arguably the best form of pricing is the value-based pricing. With this pricing, it's all about the value of the project to the client, the value of the project to the client. And just as the name implies, value-based pricing, trust me, if you're able to master the value-based pricing, uh, with this value-based pricing and you're able to apply it well to everyone that comes knocking at your door for your services, your bench, That's your message means it's not far-fetched, whether you want the E class, the S class, the A class, whatever, it's not far-fetched. And if you want the Maybach as well, it's really not far-fetched. And okay. So enough of that, enough of the dreaming part. How does it work? When a client sends, for instance, I'm going to give you a very good and relative example so you can get it. When a client sends the brief to you, you know, you get to do qualitative research. When you're doing a valid value-based advisor, do qualitative research and not quantitative, because I think that's a mistake most freelancers make. They want to show that they've done a lot of research. So they kind of come up with these long documents. No, you, when a client comes to you, you, when they send their brief to you, you do lots of qualitative research on the value of such a work to the client. So for instance, a client comes to you, and that client applies to deal with luxury cars. You know what I mean by luxury cars? And let's say specifically Bentley and Rose right and that night kind approaches of you and lets you understand that dude look considering the fact that we deal with luxury cars obviously they want a high end website so they want an high-end website to you know showcase their cars their lords, their you know their, their showroom and you know and ultimately they also want to be able to sell the cars through the websites you know i mean that's the ultimate gain of every card of, of any salesperson of any business literally to make sales right so they need your website they I mean they need to get online and they believe you I mean based on what they've learned about you they believe you should be able to do the work for them so before you open your mouth anyhow and tell them that site is going to cost 5k shut up shut up and I actually mean it shut up now because Paul, sit up and shut up actually. Because you can't charge them 5k for a luxury website. I mean for an high-end website for a luxury car dealing company. It just doesn't make any sense. So what then do you do? You apply the value-based pricing, right? And how do you get to get to do it? You take your time to do some qualitative work, try to find out your projected sales, their conversion rates, and other important KPIs. In case you don't know what KPIs means, it means key performance indicators. Then what do you do from there? You find out the number of cars they sell per month, then based on your success rate with past clients. That's why, I mean, obviously, for you to say you want to use the value-based pricing, you must have, you must have had clients you have worked with. <laughs> what are you doing in the place? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, you know, based on your success with past clients, you state how many percent increase you can give them in sales Okay, for instance, let's say you're gonna give them a 20% increase in sales, or your website is going to, you know, enable them to have 20% increase in sales. Then once once you've stated that, you then have to find out the cost of each car, the cost, the amount they sell each of their cars, each of the luxury cars, then you find out the average profit from each of the cars, meaning worst comes to worst, they make so amount from every car they sell. Remember, luxury cars. So Let's say they sell. Being a big car dealing firm, they sell ten cars each month. They have these good clients, like so. They sell ten cars every month, and they make a minimum of five thousand dollars from each. Five thousand profit dollars profit from each. It's pretty reasonable because they sell luxury cars. Luxury cars are quite expensive, so these car dealers get to make quite some money from it. And you know, so. It simply means if they sell five, if they sell ten vehicles this month, that's ten cars, and they make five thousand profit from each. What does that amount to? It amounts to fifty k total per month, right? Being you know luxury cars. So how do you then do you get to do your own estimations? Now, how many percent did you say you are going to help them make? 20% increase. Right now, we're not even dreaming big. We're not Elon Musk's here. We're not Jeff Bezos here. We're not even Richard Branson, who both, I mean, both Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson recently went to space, right? So we're not even taking space, you know, mindset here. We're bringing it down to, you know, realistic level. Good. 20% increase. That simply means with your website, they're going to be selling two cars extra. Remember, I said you sell 10 cars per month, plus your own, that makes it 12 cars per month, right? So 12 cars will you know, equate to 60K a month. Remember, they were previously selling 10 cars, meaning they were making 50K per month. But with your own, with, I mean, plus your website, they are now making, plus your website, I give them 20% increase, they're now making 60K per month, and they're selling two extra cars. So it simply means from their showroom, two cars are driving out, all because of your website. And because of that, they are making plus 10K, right? Now, how do you get to charge them? I mean, how much do you say they make again? With your website, they've started making 10k each month. Now, simple. What do you do? You take the cars. You, I mean, you take that profit they've made uh, for each month, right? Then you I, I, I accumulate it to a year. It simply means if they're making 10k each month in a year, they're making 120k just because of your website. 120k just because of your website that you did in that many weeks. Now, how do you get to do it? how do you get to charge them You let them understand look okay in 20 i mean in just 12 months that's in one year you've made 120k as a result i would like you to pay me 10 percent of that 120k and that equals to 12k can you now say that it is much better than the 5k you would have charged them from the beginning okay, you can see exactly why i told you to shut up now you could tell them that sir i will charge you 10 percent of this that means they'll be paying you 12k right that's a very fair amount i mean you've stated the value to them you've made them see the value of what you're bringing on board so if they don't accept it then honestly they may have to find someone else on fiverr who did for them for 100 right so you don't have to be bothered about that we are all about the value here so and if you are bold, if you are like Ethan marks or you know if you're even like me who likes money i mean everybody likes money so you could tell them sir since i'm making for you 20 percent increase right in your sales in in your sales i would like you to pay me 20 of the total amount it simply means let's be realistic here they have made 120k in a year if they pay you 20 of 120k it's not a bad deal for anybody you've taken 24k they have made 9, 96k I'm not a mathematics person, but I think I'm correct with the equations I just did. And if I'm not correct, please do your own calculations. So they have made 96K, you have made 24K, and you can even be reasonable. They can even try to negotiate with you. If they negotiate with you, it simply means that the amount made. I mean, last last, you may all just settle at 20K. It simply means that with one website, that they don't even take you much things to do, like to have done for a startup, you've charged them 20K. As a freelancer, you've made 20K. Now just imagine you have, Three different clients who come to you for similar services and you build all of them 20K each, right? When you build all of them 20K, that makes it 60K. Please, how much did you say the C classes again? I think the 2020 C classes are around 50 something K. That's more than enough money. And you still have another money to change your working space or to change, you know, maybe your MacBook. I don't know. But I hope with these few explanations of mine, I've been able to prove to you that the value based pricing is the best. And if you're not bold enough to take that, you could also go with the project-based pricing, and if that does not work well for you, you could go for the hourly, I mean, sorry, never go for the hourly pricing, never, never go for the hourly pricing. So you either stick with the project-based pricing or you go for the value-based pricing. But just to avoid disbasing and embarrassing yourself and your lineage, I would really suggest that you start off with the project-based pricing, once you've been able to do that very well and you've been able to get a reasonable amount of clients you then move to the value-based pricing. It's, it's the best. And if you are very good at your estimations and your calculations, and please just don't dream big. Don't, yes, you see motivational speakers tell you to dream big. In this situation, don't dream big, dream small. Don't give your clients unrealistic expectations because at the end of the day, if they don't make those results, they will never come back to you. And it just simply mean that you lie to them. So to avoid that kind of issue, issue coming up, Don't even bother trying it. Now, my conclusion is this. Don't do hourly pricing. Either do project-based or value-based. And as you, you know, as you get better, as you increase, I mean, as you get better, always increase your prices, you know, because you, as you gather more experience, you get to work with new clients and you get to work work on more challenging projects. It is always okay to increase your prices. So, I really hope with these few points of mine, I've been able to, like I earlier said, convince you to either go for project-based or value-based pricing, but you see that hourly, honestly, you'll be unsatisfied, you'll be unfulfilled, and at the end of the day, you won't like your work, and I won't like you to commit suicide because, you know, it's really not going to be interesting. And you know the funny thing, those who go for the hourly option, they get to get cheap clients and you know the thing about working with cheap clients, they are very stressful, they are clients from L, and they will stress you. That $500 you are, they are paying to you, they would really stress you till they see every value in need. But a $5,000 paying client or a $24,000 paying client will really not stress you as much as them. I have worked with both you know, um, parties before, i worked with those that pay me small money and I've worked with those that paid me big money and I know how it is to work with both parties. So, if you know what's good for you you followed my advice and if you don't know what's good for you you could also choose to not follow my advice it's completely optional thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast i really hope you enjoyed it and if you want more podcasts like this with more episodes similar to these always let me know in the comment section and i will surely get them across to you please don't forget to subscribe, if you're using Spotify, I mean, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to subscribe. And if you use Spotify, please don't forget to follow. And tomorrow, a new episode will be out, and that's episode 19. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a blessed day.